Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Those Damn Sports. Today is January 18th at about 6 p.m., and today's a special episode. Sitting here with Oregon State punter Josh Green. Josh, how you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? It's great to have you, man. The first athlete that we've had on the podcast. That's so cool. Yeah, we've we've tried. We've had, like, Ryan's a swimmer. Yeah, that's like the closest thing we got to an yeah. athlete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. like the closest thing we got. So now we have an actual athlete, Josh Green, which is pretty cool. Thanks for being on once again. Absolutely, it's always to be here. Always an honor to have you on. You know, uh, yeah. So we got a pretty, pretty cool um, lineup. Honestly, yeah, I'm, I will be honest. We're, we're all thrown up for again because you're the first guest on this podcast. Normally, it's just mm-hmm. us three bozos in that one room. Yeah, we recap we, a bunch of Oregon State sports. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> just three stooges there, just talking. We about are sports. the three stooges of <laughs> sports, and now it's like we gotta like shift gears on like what we do now. But uh, I figured so. Obviously. You're more than just a punter at Oregon State. Well, you're you. I think you are the punter at Oregon State, but um, that's a different story. But um, obviously, I guess one thing to note is like I think it's one thing that people will point out is when you talk, you have an Australian accent. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it means you're from you're from Australia. And obviously, you and I we go back a little bit because I fun fact I met Josh in a poetry class. That's how I get I met him. So a little fun fact about that. But um, I guess for these two and for those who don't know, uh, Josh, can you tell your story of how you came? To Oregon State because it's kind of yeah. it's a long one, I will long say, but one. it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, a few years ago, I uh, moved over here to the United States. Um, you know, I wanted to go through the college system, and um, I actually came over to play basketball. And um, I was playing basketball at a community college with an Australian coach, and um, you know, I was there for maybe a, a few weeks really and he ended up retiring and he was kind of like a really big um coach back in australia so over here he had a lot of contacts and i thought felt like he could help me go to the next level um and then when he decided to retire i kind of had to reevaluate everything um and then once i got into the season with this new coach i wasn't really feeling it. i ended up getting injured and you know, I kind of got to the point where I started to think about going back home. Um, and um, I started to think about, you know, American football. Uh, I'd been out to an Oregon versus Cal game and both the punters there were Australian guys. Um, and they were both kicking what they call rugby punts. And I was like, wow, I, I, I think I could do that. <laughs> so basically, you know, I called up, I actually like emailed a bunch of schools, called a few. And I said, listen, I want to play american football like i love the way that they run into each other this that the other i said i want to try it but listen like i don't want to punt really but (laughs) i said absolute worst case scenario is like if you guys give me an opportunity i'll punt like i've seen games i think i can do it so i went out there and i tried every single position and not one stuck i had no idea what was going on um i was terrible uh even though like uh, athletically i was all right you know like decently strong decently fast um as soon as you know i got into the game i just i didn't even know what a down was let alone you know <laughs> trying to work out the plays so yeah. yeah you know we got going and then yeah i ended up i was just like punting one day after practice and at the time i was trying to be like an outside linebacker and i was just having a punt with this you know guy that they had teaching kickers the uh, kickers how to kick and punters how to punt and he was just throwing me balls and i was punting he's like wow you're really good and little did i know there was a fresno state and boise state scout watching and it was my first time ever kicking and i remember the boise state guy coming up to me and saying hey are you are like a returning player or what's going on here and i was like no like this is actually my first day and he went oh <laughs> really and i was like yeah and he's like 
hit a few balls for me. I started doing that, and the Fresno guy came over, and they were both watching me. And then I got a call from Boise State a few days later saying, "Can you come see our school? We we want to recruit you." So. You know, within a day of punting, I was getting Division One looks, and I just Damn. went, "Oh, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life." <laughs> Maybe, I mean, <laughs> for the next few years at least, you know. So I, I uh, told Coach Beam, uh, who's the coach at Laney um, Laney College there in Oakland, California, that you know I want to do punting now, and he was absolutely on board because uh, he's just surprised that I was getting looks so early on. Mm. And then, uh, you know, a couple months later, we went into a season, played the season, and um, the season was featured on Last Chance you on netflix which was a really cool experience and um then i ended up getting a few scholarship offers and and then land myself here at oregon state Sorry. would you say the last chance you showed like almost promoted all the players on there to get more scholarships or what was that like being on the show definitely i mean i definitely took advantage of it you know before the show came out there was not much like idea of who was going to be the main characters who's this who's that and i had a few days where they followed me around and mm-hmm. um back in australia there was reporters you know reaching out to me saying hey like can we get you on the show or yeah. can we can we talk to you or can mm-hmm. we write this article this that the other because i mean there's never been an australian on on this show so i took advantage of it and you know these articles come out and you know you talk and then coaches are going to see that and you repost it on twitter and that yeah. type of stuff so i definitely took advantage of um the that side of things but um the guys that were actually on the show by the time it came out they're all at schools already so it really didn't help all that much besides the fact if you want to do what i did like i'm sure it gave me a few more eyeballs and and helped elevate the um, recruitment process yeah so you committed to oregon state was it around around the pandemic time wasn't it yeah it was uh i think i committed in like may may 2020 may 2020 yeah, yeah. so right in the heat of things yeah right when everything was yeah, going hey. right when it all started yeah, yeah, right when yeah going, hey, a why? few months after yeah so how was adjusting you know from like a community college level to like a division one level obviously football is football in the sense but it's like look at it on paper it's different levels you could say so how was transitioning from laney college to oregon state to just like different programs yeah say? it was it was extremely hard for me i actually you know when i was playing basketball i was coming off an injury straight into laney college and then as soon as i got there actually my appendix I had my appendix was inflamed mm. had surgery so then i had one month to prepare for the season mm. and basically every time i lifted weights like couldn't do it like my stomach was still still gone so we got into the season and basically we spoke about it coach being myself strength strength staff didn't lift all season so went through the whole season didn't lift all i did was punt the ball and did the best i could with the experience i had mm-hmm. and not being able to, put, to prepare the way i wanted to then uh i took the next two months i had to do like a bunch of punting camps i was traveling around america trying to get in front of as much co- as many coaches as i could um and had a bunch of people helping me which was like amazing like a lot of coaches just saying here come to my camp it's for free i want to help you i know you're a good kid so i did that for a couple months and then for a month i'm back in the weight room mm-hmm. pandemic every single weight room oh. in california shuts oh. every single field shuts and I'm like, oh, mate, like, what do I do here? So, like, I was just kind of trying to make the most of a pretty tough situation um, and getting to fields and still punting but still not lifting. Mm. The day I get here, I went through the warm-ups and the next day I couldn't walk. Like, oh, I was so, like, just just nothing compared to what I've been able to do back in in California at the uh. time. So, that adjustment wasn't just, like, community college to here. It was, like, I, I went from being injured at basketball to – not being able to lift at Laney to a pandemic to here. Oh. So just like 
their biggest adjustment for me was getting back into the weight room. And I remember my first fall camp, I was here for about a month just lifting mm. um, and doing a little bit of punting and stuff. But by the time fall camp rolled around, like my legs still, I didn't get my feet underneath me. I had a really tough fall camp, my first fall camp here. Um, but that was okay. I was brought in to play behind a punter. So um, that was meant to be for my first season. And then, and then this season happened. So Yeah. But uh, back to that first season. So obviously didn't really play much but still just being in the atmosphere with like the locker room and being a part of Oregon State even though it was like empty stadiums which with cardboard cutouts which not the same but just overall your first season just how would you describe it because obviously like I said you didn't play that much but so you're in the team atmosphere so how would you describe your first season as, as a beaver yeah it was a lo- lot of learning yeah like a lot of learning and um it was obviously it was super weird like not playing in front of any fans or anything mm. like that and it didn't it didn't really sink in for me that I was at a division one school like obviously I have the division one facilities but you're at a game and it's quiet you know yeah yeah we beat oregon right we beat oregon and there's like we're like celebrating it was like one of the best you know days of our lives you know as players and just as a team but there's just there's there's nothing yeah it was cool when the fans drove through the the car park after the game though the the parking lot sorry as you guys Uh. call it in america and you're beeping (laughs) you're beeping on the horns and everyone's like that was that was great you know and you know it was a cool season but yeah again it didn't really sink in i was at a division one school but it was yeah a lot of learning and it was a good experience for me for sure i bet because like that's gonna be awkward like a big play happens and like you know what you expect like cheers and like rumbles and it's just like like chirp chirp yeah well and how about this year how did it feel having everyone come back into the stadium and it almost seemed like every game had the full capacity that recently yeah pulled. yeah yeah like it was amazing and i mean our first game we were over at purdue mm-hmm. and yeah. it was sold out and it was just it was unbelievable out. and then we come back here and we're in front of our home fans like you know our first few games it was like hawaii idaho mm-hmm. so like and everyone was kind of getting back to school so it wasn't mm-hmm. too packed but then when we when we got into pac 12 play it was unbelievable yeah. and i mean we didn't lose a game at home and it was just yeah the atmosphere was like so great like yeah yeah i loved it i want to backpedal back to that purdue game a little bit so the summer practice leading up to the purdue game uh obviously like how is the team looking because you like players coming in players coming out transfers returning players somewhat of a new coaching staff how is the team looking and would you say they were more excited knowing the fact that fans would be back in the stands oh absolutely i think like just knowing that we had fans i think everyone's a little bit nervous that we're gonna lose them again right you know, like, <laughs> yeah it was like it was t- it was a scary thought because it was like i think it's, there was some cases picking up again at the time i think that's when the delta started to come out it was like mm, just before yeah. the season so we were like a little bit nervous but when we got there and there was fans oh my gosh like it was just I it was bet. so nice and i mean the feel was we thought we could win it all and i still think to this day we should have won it all maybe mm. not should is shoulda coulda all that type of stuff but honestly yeah. you know the games that we lost yeah <sighs> yeah you know, i wish we could have those back like we, yeah. beat, we beat utah washington <laughs> i mean we beat utah they were just in the rose bowl nearly won the thing beat oregon twice uh-huh we we i don't know if you guys were at the game but we we beat them yeah 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 straight points or something yeah yeah it's like, so fun to watch yeah so yeah i mean we really thought we could win it all but you know hopefully we have enough returning players next year to to, to take it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for i mean sure. yeah it was it was interesting but yeah i gotta i know all of us are talking about this just how was it just being at home and like those big plays happen and the crowd just goes like ah like we keep like talking about the crowd 
but that's because we think that the crowd is like such a big emphasis on mm. the game in general because it's like for example six and at home undefeated yeah i can say so it's i mean you could argue that the crowd plays a huge factor into it. it's why we talk about it so much because it's like like holy you know what you know fans mm. are back in the stands and it's like it makes such a big effort but yeah just was there a, a moment where like a big play happens you just look at the crowd and just you're just like 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 wow this is this is beaver nation you know it's like this yeah is, this is it i i do think like um who was the first who was the first pac-12 team we played at home uh, i, think I it believe was washington washington, washington yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean we ended up having that field, field goal, goal at the field end field goal, yeah right? <laughs> so i mean that's that was, that was so huge field. right you know when everyone that, stormed that, the field that was yeah. huge that yeah. was huge yeah. that was um yeah that was unbelievable and uh i think that that same game they had the miley cyrus song and everyone yeah. had their phones out so. yeah and i just remember i remember looking around and everyone had their phones out and you're just on the field and you kind of have to take a step back and i think in those moments you think about like where you came from and whether you're playing or not you think wow like this is special like i'm on the field here and you know there's people holding up their phones and yeah. enjoying themselves like that it was just it was awesome. Jamming out to music. Yeah, unfortunately, I accidentally lip synced a few words. So. <laughs> That's not a point. Well, to be fair, I think Ryan, you and I, we were in the game. We were in the booth together at one point. Yeah, for, we were, for, we were, for Stanford. We were yeah. singing on the air. Yeah. My, yeah. So don't, yeah. don't be embarrassed. Yeah, don't, don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It's yeah. It happens. How could you not? How could yeah. you not? Exactly. So Josh, when it comes to a game day here in Corvallis, like day of, say the game starts at kickoff 7 p.m. What's your day when does it start what's it look like what do you do to prepare for the game um so it's pretty scheduled um they take us out let's say it's a saturday night game 7 p.m mm-hmm. um we will leave if it's in corvallis we'll leave the facility at 8 p.m on a friday mm-hmm. and we'll go to a hotel um in albany i believe uh and we'll be there overnight we have like a team meeting team meal wake up the next day if it's if it's like a 7 p.m game it's like i wake up's maybe like 9 a.m mm-hmm. eat breakfast as a team go through walkthroughs then we'll either you know go back to our like rooms for a little bit watch television kind of chill out mm-hmm. relax stretch the body get moving a little bit and then we'll have like a uh, team lunch um where we're all together or like pre-game meal pretty much mm-hmm. and then um about an hour after that we'll leave for the stadium get here about two and a half hours before the game get changed start going through like our warm-ups and and all that type of stuff because like especially as a as a punter like our warm-up with the team starts 90 minutes before the game so mm-hmm. we got like an hour to get get changed and start warming up to to punt pretty much yeah mm-hmm. you guys are out there before everybody else yeah and yeah. you're warming up with the opposing teams you know punters and kickers out there too on yeah. top of that so do you ever have those like experiences where like you know you, you kind of or if you have a punter try and get inside your head a little bit there you know punting right next to you just you know definitely at like community college for sure but you know like um these days i was pretty friendly with most of the punters you know um i know a lot of them a lot of them are like australian dudes and a lot of the other ones you know we we have pretty good chats out there and stuff but you know i i yeah they're they're, they're definitely not trying to get (laughs) (laughs) mad yeah they're definitely not trying to do that (laughs) what do you what do you uh sort you know going off of like game day stuff but more like you know sort of leading up to game day what do you what do special teams meetings look like for you guys you know with coach cookus and there sort of like what's sort of the emphasis i would say like you guys kind of look at is it more a lot of film study in there or like 
can you like more sort of elaborate on that? Because I've been curious about that. I'm yeah. just yeah, I'm just wondering what what those meetings look like. Yeah, for like punting and for punting and kicking, and even in long snapping, it's like a lot of film. Um, we'll watch all of our reps from like multiple different angles um, from from our practices and and go through each one and kind of dissect what 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 went right or what went wrong or. Um, and there's so much like there's so many little things you know like oh the snap hit me just a tad left and that took me off my line so instead of going 50 yards now i'm looking at 46 or Mm. you know little small things like that where it's so it's so many small details and same with kickers and stuff so we'll we'll mostly do that with the kicking and punting but then when we're with the team it's like mostly schematical like schemes and looking at um like someone missed their block or you know someone did this or someone needs to get down the field they've gone the wrong way whatever it is um but we we have like a special teams meeting with the team every single day and then we have four or five um just with kicking and punting that we we have throughout the week and before the games too so in those meetings do they ever bring up say say you're playing a team who has a super quick and elusive punt returner mm-hmm. does that affect how the team's going to approach punting in the game it's or? huge yeah absolutely i spent like um especially near the end of the year um, mm. we had like a few teams that had really good returners like you know we we're talking like number one punt returner number two punt returner we had like three in a row and utah's always big i, I yeah. i'm sure you guys watch the utah guy run one back so we we prepare for him every year like it's yeah. just like we don't care if you kick the ball 35 yards as long as it doesn't get returned and i mean covey returned one against us last season and then mm. he just returned one against oregon so like you know i think he's going to be back next year too so like so. he's just someone that we we know like we got to prepare for him mm-hmm. and like even if we have again kick it out of bounds whatever like just not to him so yeah he's good but yeah definitely there's emphasis if there's like a really good pump returner like we got to make sure that we're keeping mm-hmm. away from him yeah so to, so to combat that do you use like different punting techniques there's like i know there's a couple different like forms i don't know the names of them you probably know them more than i do yeah. but there's a couple different techniques so like I guess leading up to the game, do you focus on one more than the other, hmm. or do you try to switch it up on him? Like, what are like some like techniques you use like for punting? Like when you, when it's like especially those like top punt hmm. returners. I think like the the main thing we did this year, and it changes every year. Like last year, it was like just kick the ball as high as possible mm. and like don't worry about return this year was like kind of kick it away from him so if he's lined up at the even if they put two returners out there which some teams would do like one at the left one at the right mm. look for the guy that's not him and kick it to the left mm-hmm. and like kind of do that talk about a pre-snap and and work that out so it it does change but you know whether you're doing like a, a rugby punt or you're doing like a regular standstill spiral or whatever it is like mm-hmm. the main emphasis was just keep it away um but then yeah sometimes you're just trying to get hang time like hold the ball in the air as long as possible and it doesn't matter who you're kicking it to but um i guess like every every technique's a little bit different but mm-hmm. normally for us i believe it's more so just to move the blocking point so that teams don't know where we're going to kick the ball so if we're running out you know they might have set out a block to go hit you when you're walking straight or yeah. if you're running out they've they've set up a no if you're standing still maybe they've set out a block to try and block you there so mm-hmm. just keep them guessing they don't know where you're going to go so it's harder for them to block it yeah. what is a rugby punt i don't know if <laughs> i don't know if this is like common knowledge or yeah. something but i just looked it up right now and they, they describe it like you just turn the ball at a different angle or... yeah i mean yeah you kind of turn the ball at a different angle and um you will kind of run like five steps to your right or for luke he's left footed so five steps to his left okay and then punt it where like kind of your standstill punt 
you're kind of just walking into two steps so taking two steps and punting it where yeah with your rugby is you kind of run five steps and punt it gotcha so similar type of form too because i know obviously you know the difference between kicking and punting is kicking is more of a swing of the leg versus you know punting straight up and down yeah uh so is that still like same sort of thing too is it more of like the swing of the leg or is it more just similar form if you're just going you know straight punt you know directly snap to you uh, everyone does it a little bit differently for me it's pretty similar but some people it's like a pretty big dramatic difference like their leg swing will completely change um and it's something you got to kind of account for like some people want to run right and stay right and then swing their leg across and keep it that way some people want to kind of straighten up and and kick it while moving forward um it's kind of like where you take your five steps whether you end taking your fifth step pointing to the right or if you have it pointing downfield so it's like it's pretty complex for, for something that's like, yeah. you know, like a pretty small thing but yeah 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 so that rugby punt realistically if you if you do it right practice it enough time it could lead to fake like a fake punt because yeah. you're running already yeah so you just realistically fake the punt just take off running so has that been bought up in practice like a fake punt because we've seen luke Lutcher throw mm-hmm. yeah yeah that play didn't work <laughs> out are, are there are there he, more he like sort of fakes that you guys have without giving too yeah, much without giving too much yeah. yeah yeah i mean um the utah state punter uh in our last game at, at the bowl game he had a a punt in and i had to um kind of do that for the team and uh yeah maybe they'll put that maybe they'll put that one in yeah yeah i know because like last time you and i talked it was like two years ago i talked about like fake punts a lot just yeah like, you could realistically just, yeah like, take off and run like if it's like it's four there. Or five. yeah it's there it's yeah, there okay it's okay there. Leave it right. at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we don't want we don't want anyone from like the pac 12 like listening yeah like, josh green said this yeah, yeah. Down, yeah. yeah he's gonna run it yeah yeah well, i will so one day, one day. <laughs> they can try and stop me <laughs> yeah yeah isn't it yeah it's really trying to stop you uh, i know last time we talked you said you worked out with the running backs and the linebackers is that so true do you still work out with those guys yeah well i i did until uh this this winter coming in mm. i uh basically got here you know a few weeks ago and i went straight to the strength room on my first day that i could and i said to the strength coach that i want the 6 a.m workouts regardless of who was going at 6 a.m and it was just happened that we got the o-line at 6 a.m so i'm training with the o-line now so running wise like um not that much different (laughs) Uh, it's a lot different but yeah Uh, running wise is different but then in the weight room you know obviously they go pretty hard and it's Mm kind of good to look around and and work out with them the energy is a little bit different but um yeah so i'm doing o-line at 6 a.m so Um, what i'm hearing is is if a right tackle goes down we could throw you in there. Yeah, that's exactly. You got to protect Chancellor yeah. at all costs. We, yeah. yeah, we we could throw you in there. I'm uh, I'm I'm trying. But you trying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're hanging in there. So. They're, they're they're more worried for like the D, the DNs and all that. Type yeah, of stuff. They're, they're worried that you know. While I'll we're take talking about the weight room, who would you say like is who's who's the strongest beaver on the team? Can throw the most weight around in the weight room? Oh my gosh, uh, it's probably between. It's a tough one. Isaac Hodgins and Simon Sandberg is oh, pretty close. Oh, yeah. They're two, both pretty big dudes. Big dudes both yeah. D linemen. Oh, Thomas Seo throws around a lot of weight too. He's another D lineman. Yeah, That's those nice. three. I think I, I don't want to disrespect any O line <laughs> and the whole O line. So <laughs> Make sure you get the collective effort. Every every single O lineman and D lineman. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, the whole line is just really yeah. strong. Yeah, the whole strong. They all beat me up. So. <laughs> Yeah. So you were with the so O line and running backs basically the whole season up until this winter term. I mean, have activities started? 
have they resumed again postseason? Like yeah. working out as a team or yeah, we started up uh, last week. Okay. We started up uh, just lift, lifting and running and all mm-hmm. that type of stuff, but no like sp- uh, football specific stuff yet. Okay, just yeah. like conditioning, just, just like conditioning, same, yeah. same shape. Yeah, we're we're preparing for like the Beaver Combine right now, which is like your forty times and all that type oh, of stuff. Right. So when's that take place? Um, I think it's like late late February. Oh, cool. Yeah, mid to late February. I don't know the exact date. I should. I think it's like the twenty fourth, maybe. Yeah. So the Beaver Combine is that all you participate in that? Everyone, yeah, everyone yeah, participates. Participate. Yeah, yeah. Even if like even if you don't plan on going to the draft, still gonna participate. Yeah, yeah. Because like Beaver Combine is more for like like all the Beaver players. Like every single player will do it, and it's just oh, kind of like sense. preparing for if you one day want to go. Oh, that so makes that sense. you're not going in like oh I've never done this before. You know, like some actually, experience. Like, training and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that, that's gonna be exciting. It's the first one I've done, but the beaver combine has been going on for a while now i, I believe but yeah yeah a little bit yeah so do people who have already declared for the draft still go to the beaver combine like tegan and avery bj baylor yeah bj baylor i don't no. believe so they, they, do they go like so. the nfl combine yeah they will i think they i know tegan definitely got uh invite i'm I saw not that sure invite, yeah. Yeah. i saw that yeah so they'll be preparing for that but i think like tegan's in like colorado uh, I don't know if he's in Colorado right now or mm-hmm. if he's going there, but to like work out with like a trainer and stuff. Okay, and, cool. I mean, those guys will be working one on one with coaches and getting specific needs met and preparing for those things. Where, you know, as a team, you don't get that same. Like, obviously, you've got three strength coaches, but you've got like thirty guys there. Yeah. Where you know those guys are going off to go work one on one and get extreme detail worked on. So, do more yeah, training. They're in good so. spots. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we jumped too far ahead. We we glossed over one big part, the the bowl game. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we glossed yeah. over one big part. I, I I, we're just so like fascinated by you talking. We just mm. glossed over that part. Yeah. <laughs> so, so obviously, I, let's just dive like to the beginning. So Stanford game, you guys win thirty five to fourteen. I was sixth one of the season. That means you're bowl eligible. What was just the overall locker room feeling where it's like 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 we're ball eligible like we finally did it like after what since 2013 yeah what was just yeah. the, the locker room atmosphere like what was it just like what was that like oh it was phenomenal yeah you know we were just playing music and dancing around and singing the beaver song and you know, coach smith was in there all the coaches were in there, like, <laughs> we're all having fun like it was awesome i mean it was just like a long time coming what nine years so yeah nine you years. know that was just amazing and um and I think it kind of took the monkey off our back. We lost a couple of games there that we really should have won. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, finally we got that win against Stanford and we were just, then after that, we won another couple of pretty big games. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Really great feeling. Were there any tears shed, like tears of joy? Um, not that I remember, just <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. Lot of yeah, fun, no, yeah. yeah. I bet. That's gotta yeah. be intense. Just yeah. Cause- yeah, Bowler's World first time since 2013. I mean, I gotta be honest. Like, I think Ben, like, we do this plenty of times. Whenever we would have thought in our like time here at Oregon State, would Oregon yeah. State be ball eligible? Yeah, I do have to yeah. Say, coming in as a freshman. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just thinking like, eh, Oregon State could make a bowl. That'd be they super. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I, but I'm yeah. so. I mean, generally surprised as my at my junior year now that the team made it. And it's so cool because yeah. I mean, you guys really deserved it. This Thank team was you. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really special. It. I mean, Andre said earlier in the year like I think this team could get a documentary just because yeah. like yeah. it's been since 2013 since the last bowl season. Yeah. So they have some time just with uh, I mean, overall just uh, not bowl records, but now what was. So where am I going with this? I mean, like, <laughs> you find out you're bowl eligible. You didn't find out you're playing Utah State for a little. Yeah, you, you didn't know what bowl you were going to either for a little. Yeah, uh, that got announced 
about in Jan. I think December. after after our finals, which was like, like the beginning 9. of December. Yeah. 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 It was like beginning of uh, December. Yeah. Yeah. So when did prep for going down to California? If you knew you were going to get down to California at the time, when did that all start with the team? Um, I, I believe we went into like postseason. I think we had like a week off, and then we went like two weeks of like workouts mm-hmm. but like nothing too football specific like i mean you, we did but not like not as a team like everyone together besides on sunday or saturday one of the days one of the days on the weekend and then the, the week after that same thing and then after that we went into like a full practice like 10 days stretch yeah so normally we, like we went we had like one day off in 10 days and then when we went over to la we were uh, practicing in LA too, so we really went pretty hard at it. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, were they like trying to teach you guys like new any new techniques? Because I feel like at that point, like that late in the season, you're not gonna learn anything new. It's just you're like the best you could possibly yeah. be. So it's just like, I guess repetition on drills yeah. or just like making sure it's so like all like the fine details are tuned out. Yeah, we're just yeah, absolutely. We weren't really learning anything new at the time. We we're yeah. just like fine tuning everything and mm-hmm. just staying ready you know we're like not trying to prevent injury that type of stuff and mm. then get to the game and yeah, totally. we knew everything and that was the same like second half of the season we we knew everything by then like everything was learned we just had to like make sure we we prevented injury um we went we were fresh for games because we knew what we were doing but at the start of the season we we're training like practicing a lot more like a lot uh, many more periods like wearing full pads more often mm. but as the season went on like it got less and less and less and it was more about just staying fresh and um yeah, it was it was really good. And then referring back to LA, so do you remember like the overall reaction, the team reaction to when it was announced that Oregon State would be in the LA, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl? Was it like relief? Was it like LA really? Or was it just no? Like, we were, we were just excited. Like, yeah, excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the first thing they did was show us like we're playing at SoFi Stadium. Oh, yeah, I mean that yeah, we were yeah. all just so <laughs> excited about that, and you know they show us like the hotel we're going to be staying at, and like all this type of stuff, like the gear that we're going to get, and you know like what gifts we're going to get for the bowl game, and all this type of stuff, and like. I mean, we're always just so excited. And, like, I mean, it could have been much worse. You know, we could have been in a much worse spot. We're at LA, first Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I thought, I didn't mean to cut you off, yeah. but I just thought with Jimmy Kimmel having his first bowl, did he, like, make anything special for you guys? Or did he go out of his way to make it a memorable experience for you? Guys? Well, we went to a, like, a live show. So we got oh, to, so, yeah, cool. so that was that was pretty cool but you know i thought we we're gonna see ed sharon because ed sharon <laughs> was meant to be performing that night and uh he performed in like england and then they just like pretended he was there you know oh so uh, they, they bamboozled like, you out of a performance yeah look i just i just called out jimmy kimmel like so, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah kimmel. i just like yeah i mean i'll probably get in trouble for that but yeah <laughs> jimmy like yeah basically and then i mean the first guest we had was um Neil Patrick Harris, so that was cool. He's that's the guy cool. from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah so cool. that was, yeah. And then the next, we we thought we were gonna have George Clooney, but he was on a Zoom call. So we're like, come on, oh, man, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it was cool though, you know. Don't get me wrong. Get it was cool. That was really cool. So that's kind of what he did for us, really. It was yeah. like we got to see a show and you know talk to him a little bit. And Didn't you guys go to Universal Studios as well? Yeah, we went to I think Universal. I think there's, there's this photo of you like on the bureau for Instagram with like Shrek. With Shrek, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that photo. I was like, that's Josh. Yeah, yeah. How much fun was that as a team to just go there? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, and we had like the express pass, and yeah. you know, we had like we only had like two hours there before it closed. Then we could stay as long as we wanted. You know, oh, wow. we had like buses coming every hour. So if you want to get food there, but we had two hours, so we just tried to get on all the rides within That's those sick. two That's hours. So, cool. so that was fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> that, that was a cool like experience. So much fun. Yeah. Did they um? 
So it was just Oregon State there? It wasn't Oregon State and Utah State? It was just um, Oregon State there? At the time that you got to university? Oh, uh, no, it was... Um, we were by ourselves. So, like, okay. the day that we went to Universal, they went to Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. And the day that we went to Jimmy Kimmel, they went to Universal. So, you, you guys didn't cross paths for the yeah, game, Yeah, was right? there any mingling no. between the two wow. teams before the no, game? No, there was none. No, not that I remember. I wonder if that's, like, just, like, to prevent, like, any... Oh, no. I'm not sure if it was, like, not... maybe more of, like, a COVID thing. Maybe. Like, yeah, might have been it, yeah. No. Yeah, they really split you guys. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I was wondering. But yeah, Hmm. I mean, was preparation for the bowl game any different than like a regular game for the season? Or oh, definitely. I mean, there was like a lot of what we called like good good distractions. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, normally you've kind of finished with like practice and you can't go home or go to school Mm -hmm. or you know eat eat food, chill out, that type of stuff. But we're going to Universal Studios. (laughs) (laughs) So like, you know, like it wasn't it wasn't anything like you know, it was it was definitely different. And I I mean, obviously Utah State um probably dealt with that maybe better than us. I mean we had I mean we were focused and a lot of the guys were like, you know, doing the right things. But Mm -hmm. I mean that's like a very unique situation. Everyone's kinda out out their comfort zones, I feel like it's nothing like normal. So I mean, sometimes when you're in a situation like that, it's not like who's the better team. It's like who can deal with that type of adversity? Because it's adversity really. It's different. It's nothing like yeah. Uh, We don't we're not, you know, doing what we usually do. So no doubt. I mean, the game I do have to say was fun to watch, although it didn't end, of course, as many Beaver fans hoped it would. But I mean, scoring three plays, basically 33 seconds to start the game. Yeah. And um, I mean, I wasn't in the stadium, so I don't know how much orange and black there was in the stands. <laughs> he was there. Yeah, was I there. mean, was yeah. the, the stadium size itself daunting towards the team? Or was it almost just like, this is so cool to like be here. The Chargers play here. The Rams play mm-hmm. here. Like, and now we're playing here. What was uh, what was the team's thought towards that? I think it was more like it was cool. You know, I yeah. think and because you know we do like, even again like Purdue. Like, the, I mean that stadium holds sixty thousand. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like anything insane. But I mean uh, the Coliseum that was like oh, yeah. the same. Oh, USC. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, capacity wise, like holds the same amount. And um, you know, when you talk about like fans and stuff, like we probably filled like half the stadium right Maybe yeah right around the there it was like, yeah. it was like but it was loud because it was like enclosed so it was like it was a really cool atmosphere but like i don't think it was too daunting it was just really cool yeah. i think yeah like oh that stadium was amazing like yeah. amazing so far very nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> i, yeah. I mean for how much money was spent on that yeah, yeah, yeah. it better be so, nice yeah, so six, so six million dollars <laughs> so far was just yeah that was a treat but um Yes, obviously, like Ben said, it's not a game a lot of beer fans like to talk about, but I think it's just necessary just for the growth of this program. Um, so you guys lose 13-24. This is like a tough question, but what was just like the locker room after yeah. that loss? No, just yeah, I mean, was it? I I got out of there as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it was I just sad. I don't yeah. fault you for it, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was sad. I mean, um, obviously, my my girlfriend and I was there, and um, I had some family friends there, so I went out onto the field and saw them, and, mm. you know, embraced them a little bit, and, and just hung out. You know, back in the locker room, there was a lot of tears and a lot of guys yeah, that man. just played their last game mm. and jersey signing and that type of stuff, and I got involved with that, as, and but was in and out of there as you know quickly as possible because it was it was sad like yeah and it's like oh man like again like for those guys that just finished their last game like it's hard to be around them when they're like just that sad you know like you want to be there and comfort them but at the same time you know they just you can tell they want their space and it's just sad yeah Yeah. Yeah. was there a silver lining that you're able to find through the loss at all or was it just um 
like the game the game happened and now it's moving on to next season i think yeah it's it's i think it just if anything like prepares us for next it, next year we have a bowl game like mm-hmm. now we've experienced it like mm-hmm. we hadn't done it in nine years it was everyone's first bowl game so oh i mean there might have been a few players that had played at different schools yeah, like, that yeah. like a bowl game right but, but i understand that yeah yeah but like i think now everyone knows what to expect and it's not going to be new and it's not going to mm-hmm. be as shiny like oh bowl game this oh amazing like it's going to be like next year and i do believe we'll make a bowl game next year as well mm-hmm. that we're just going to be like oh we've done this now yeah. and i yeah, think totally. we'll be much more prepared so i'm not sure if that's the silver lining or that's like preparing for next year but it's like i think we all feel pretty positive about it you know obviously we wanted to win and all that type of stuff but i think it gives us drive i think this year we're going to be in a bigger bowl i think we're going to win more games being a bigger bowl so you know ultimately it prepares us for like well we're going to bring bring home even bigger bowl this year so Mm -hmm. yeah have you looked much at next year's schedule you know having i think boise state comes here right what do you say what do you say and then I'm going to go to the schedule. But yeah, Boise yeah. State <laughs> opens on September 3rd. Yeah, I yeah. mean, um, it's going to be an interesting season with like half the stadium being torn down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's also weird. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to have yeah. one side is just going to be open. It's almost going to be like, I, I resemble to like a high school football. Yeah. Game. How, you know, you have so, like maybe your one undercover one big, side and, and like all the fans the, and the other <laughs> yeah. one's just like bleachers. So it's going to be interesting. It yeah. will be. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I think we got yeah. like a game up in Portland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's it looks like it's going to be a fun season. I, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, we believe we can win all those games mm-hmm. and I think we could have won every game this year so um it's exciting i'm excited for this next season you know it's it's just this is like the crazy thing about football is you get done with the season and then you're just kind of you're not waiting like you're preparing but it's so long until the season you're just like like tapping your foot just like waiting yeah waiting for it and like i'm kind of ready for it already yeah like i want it to start but then by the time you get past like spring ball you're kind of like you're used to regular life again (laughs) you're not ready to go back into a season so when fall camp comes around you get a bit shocked but yeah yeah it's good though yeah i always love it as soon as i get started i always love it (laughs) (laughs) yeah just i was in that side too so i guess looking at the schedule right now it's like you have a lot of opportunities for revenge so like colorado cal uh, washington state all at home too but i guess like the one game i guess the one game that everyone circles no matter like in the state of oregon alone this is the oregon game it's gonna be here november 25th which is a friday the day after thanksgiving yeah just tends to always be i know you guys are looking like obviously like not look too far into the future but that game is gonna be i'm assuming that game is like one that the people are looking or the team is looking most forward to what'd you say yeah every year every year yeah i'm excited for it you know i think we can we can definitely beat them again um you know obviously this year didn't go our way um Oregon's a bit of a soft spot for me. Naya's brother plays there, my girlfriend. Ooh. So, oh. <laughs> um, you know, now it's not as resentful. <laughs> you know, I don't want to, I don't want to tear them down anymore. But uh, you know, it's still, still grudge match and maybe um, not tear them down, just like chip them. Slowly. Yeah, just chip them slowly. Yeah, and, not, maybe and not win forty. I, I mean, if we can win fifty to zero, I'd be. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all I want. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to like destroy them. I just want just to like, win by fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which is. Yeah. 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 No, I was like yeah. speaking when when you mentioned that. Yeah, I was making the spotting charts for that game because I called that game along yeah. with Ben Paul. And I didn't realize that you know his brother played played there. Played there. Yeah, I didn't make that connection until very like later after the season ended. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. 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 I think I'm making the connection exactly. right now. Wait, like a couple years ago, uh, what was his name? Your brother. I'm sorry. Now, what was your brother's name? 
Brandon. Um, Brandon? Okay. Wait, no. You might have like DeForest. I had DeForest. Yeah, 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 DeForest Buckner. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was actually a moment where, where all three of us thought you were related to DeForest Buckner. I will say. Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, is it really? <laughs> 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 we, were just like, we were just like, wait a minute. And then, so, after a quick Google search, you found out you were not late. <laughs> all of us were like, we're sure. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty late to that. <laughs> <laughs> all of us, yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty chaotic in the, in the room. But uh, yeah, just. So lots to look forward to for next season, I would say, just in general. And then I guess you talked about it, like, but like you're looking forward to the next year for the bowl, next year for the um, for um, the season. Obviously, you guys think you you believe that this team can make the Pac-12 football championship in Las Vegas, December second. But um, yeah, where was I going with that? Damn, I had a question and it went away. Uh, was it rebound? Then <laughs> wait, so when are the Pac-12 championship goes to the Rose Bowl? I know the Rose Bowl and another bowl switch off for like playoff bowls. It depends. It honestly depends on who they want. So that means Rose Bowl is in the playoff, like the one, two, three, four. It depends. Next year. They change it every year. That'd be they pretty do? sweet. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No, I mean, I have no clue where you're going. Oh, I, I forgot where I was going. Uh, Ryan, do you have a question for Josh? <laughs> uh, more of, more of, uh, more of like, what would you? Uh, this is more of like general sort of thing I've always wanted to ask upon air. You know, what would you consider something being very for the brand? You know, <laughs> to borrow from Pat McAfee. There, I've I've wanted to ask that question. What would, well, in your words, what would you define as uh, a punt being very for the brand? Oh man, That's a <laughs> great question, and it's very hard to answer. I think there's two. Like, there's the I don't know if you guys watched like the Cincinnati punter mm. um i think i think it's mason um Amazing, yeah. he's an aussie dude and he he had a pretty good punt and he did like the billy strut the conor mcgregor billy <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's> like... <laughs> i think there's a bit of for the brand and that you know hitting a good punt and doing something like that but then i also think like the stone cold like michael jordan kobe type of thing where you hit a big punt and you're just like you know whatever. i just did yeah, yeah you know yeah. like i don't, I don't, stop need, I don't even need to celebrate like i'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm looking. For, I'm like I just hit that punt. Like I'm going for the next one now. Like I don't know. Like, but after I've hit the, after the ball's like left my foot, like I don't. I don't that that that's punt's done. I'm focused on the next one. That type of mentality. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I, for me, like that's for the brand. That's I, I think it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. It's like you punted. Just turn around. Yeah. Just like, you're like, you're like, you're done. Just believe. You go do your thing. Everyone's <laughs> celebrating. You're just like, okay, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm off. I'm off. I'm ready for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. had to make a big tackle in practice after someone returns a punt for a little bit? You're the last. Not defense. Not at practice. In community college, I had to do it in a game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had one tackle in a game. So it's my highlight of my community college career. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. Was it like falling like like double leg, just like off the green, off the ground. I slammed him. Yeah. I gave him. I gave him a good rugby tackle you know <laughs> one, one from back in australia so did you ever play rugby growing up too i did yeah football? Yeah, cool. yeah 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 that makes sense like punting like was like yeah. was easy for you yeah that's yeah, like how second I nature yeah australian yeah. football rugby yeah basketball playing rugby is it a little like you gotta be tougher to play rugby than football would you say or? i don't think so i don't think so this sport is crazy because yeah. everyone's oh my gosh everyone wants to run at each other like at full speed <laughs> full speed rugby like you're protecting yourself you know you're not wearing a helmet yeah, you no hit pads. you hit each other you protect each other and it's from the shoulder to your hip is where you tackle mm-hmm. here people are jumping at their knees yeah. jumping at hitting them head on head targeting. and obviously there's targeting now yeah. but i'm like man this sport's crazy like this sport <laughs> is yeah this is really like i mean rugby we look after each other a little bit more i mean you with rugby you see a few more like chipped teeth you go around the league everyone everyone's missing a tooth everyone's got a chip luckily i <laughs> I made it out alive, but um, you know, 
yeah i mean this sport though oh my gosh like way more injuries like everyone just wants to hit each other it's crazy it's crazy but you love the sport so much i do this is my favorite sport i think (laughs) i love basketball too you know obviously i grew up playing basketball i'm Mm -hmm. from a basketball family you know love michael jordan love kobe bryant like those two are like when my idols growing up yeah so you know i'm uh massive massive basketball fan but no know, i love basketball there. too i mean would you say that's your favorite sport to watch besides football or is football your favorite you know it's weird because i love watching football yeah. you know i love it um but i miss playing basketball like i don't like for me like basketball these days is just not the same as when i was growing up yeah you know like the the competitive nature of it is just like different and now when i watch college uh, basketball i see too many too many of my friends out there that i play with growing up and i'm like you know what like i i this is uh, this isn't it for me anymore so yeah you could yeah. tell like it on the basketball team yeah i'd love to listening. i had some time but we got you know even looking around our own football team we've got really good basketball players guys who have scored like 50 points uh i haven't in a long time but i just know like i mean uh one of our freshmen jt like he played against like uh, Josh Green, the other Australian Josh Green who plays in the <laughs> NBA now. And I mean, like, he's, he used to score like 40 points a game and that type Jeez. of stuff, you know? Like, and John wow. Miller, another one of our players, he was the one that recovered the ball against Oregon. Ah. You know, he can, he can windmill dunk, through the legs dunk. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not like that. Like, <laughs> like those, those guys, those guys could really walk on the team. They yeah. could, they could mm-hmm. maybe even scholarship the team. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, none of the basketball players listen to that. No, they, they're, they're, they're good. I mean, I, I just think, like, well, if those guys like continued playing basketball, like maybe they would have played D one somewhere, or walked yeah. on somewhere. But yeah, they they ended up picking football. So, and I guess to wrap this podcast up, uh, obviously, so we talked about the Weaver Combine, and obviously, you got some years of eligibility left because of COVID nineteen. Um, but when your college career is over, are you thinking about entering the NFL draft? When it's over, yes. Um, I have to play here first. Yeah, my first, I mean, obviously, uh, Luke had a phenomenal season yeah. and then broke uh, the record for like best average in Oregon State history this year. So, you know, hats off to him and, you know, can't complain about my position on the team when someone's <laughs> performing like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but you know, playing, playing with him and stuff, you know, I, I have full belief that, um, you know, I can have the best season in NCAA history. So that's, that's the goal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time I'm done here, I got three, three more years. So I think in three years time, my senior season, I can have that season and that, you know, I want to declare for the draft and, um, yeah. And get paid a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> now, all I ask is that when you do get drafted, is, is you send us all a jersey. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 Right, well, we can yeah. hang one up in this. Hang one up. You heard it here first, yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah. We got that. that. That's easy. We get a new one every game. You know, I'll be I'll be looking for people to give jerseys to. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the questions I have. Uh, I don't know if you guys. No more questions? I mean, I, I just had one question in my head. I wanted to ask about um, Coach Smith. You hear a lot mm-hmm. about how he's an amazing person, amazing coach, gets along with everyone and just some, um, I mean, he deserved the raise he got this year, no yes. doubt. And But I just wanted to hear from you from the player's perspective. I mean, what does he do that really stands out among, uh, I mean, from other coaches? Well, I haven't played for many coaches, um, but for me, 
you know, I mean, I played for a lot of coaches from basketball, a lot of rugby coaches, a lot of football, like Australian football coaches. And the difference is just like his attention to detail and like telling us like the small things, like the our preparation for game, like the way that he, he sets us up and focuses us is just like phenomenal. You know, like even the, the mindset that we went into games this year with like... Um, like fear nobody like it was like fear nobody but respect everyone but fear mm-hmm. no one type mm-hmm. of thing and like yeah that was kind of how we went about it because like those easy those like easy games quote unquote are the ones that you know like let's say hawaii idaho where we could just not like not show up and lose those games and i mean we, a couple of years ago we lost to hawaii mm-hmm. so like uh and then fear no one we're going against utah you know yeah. like people beating everyone you're going against oregon beating everyone and you're going into a packed out orders and stadium but just not fearing it going in there like not not letting the occasion get too big and the way that he would like talk us through those moments pre-game and like the meetings that we would have leading up and the focus mindset we went into and he like likes to talk about a focus mindset like mm-hmm. he is really good at tweaking those mental side of things and obviously like his play like i don't know much about football but obviously good play caller like you know some people may have questioned like washington why are we going to run down the clock and kick a field goal like that's so risky why put that on the kicker like i I heard a lot of people say that hey like won the game like that's you know what like we beat washington like great play like for me like hey we won Mm -hmm. great play calling so it's like obviously great play caller and um again like but and leads by example like you know you don't ever catch him doing the wrong things or hear something around town even you know mm-hmm. like oh i was at this bar and i saw this coach drunk like you hear yeah. that you know like I, I haven't heard that but players in the past have said like with the old coaching staff oh. they'd be like they'd oh. hear they'd hear stuff about like people saying oh they were drunk you don't hear that stuff you know yeah, yeah. you just hear like he's doing the right thing he's a good guy and you know you like i look at him and i see him as an example of someone that i want to be like when i'm older you know obviously mm-hmm. i'm getting older now but you know i think you know he's someone that you you want to be like he's mm-hmm. someone that you you want if i'm going to be a dad in the future i'd want my him to coach my son type of thing you know so yeah. you know he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a great dude that's awesome i mean yeah. going off that just a little bit him being a former uh college player does that help uh teammates feel like i can really trust this coach or like i know he's telling the truth because he's been in the situation he isn't just bsing us on it's like he's been here he knows what he's talking about absolutely and he understands it all you know and he can always relate it's you know, even things like academics when guys are like struggling he's like hey man i was here i struggled mm-hmm. you know i mm-hmm. went through it like he can relate and i think that's huge and that's something that players need because someone just saying oh you need to do your work and they've never done it before they went through their college career and they just went to school didn't do uh football at the same time but when you're in season and everything's going and you've got all this pressure from everyone and then you've got to do school on top of that you've got someone there like hey man i did it Mm. you know i I understand like what do you need like how can i help you like this that the other it just like it helps and the same as like that the mindset uh point of view he can he's been there he's done it he's like he's been in those pressure situations he knows how to overcome them so when he comes up on stage and and talks in front of the team and says we need to do this like you went 10 and 1 in 2001 won Mm -hmm. the fiesta bowl and you were like the quarterback like absolutely we're going to do that yeah. where so again yeah. someone else comes up and says it like maybe it doesn't hold that same credibility so mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's yeah. awesome definitely yeah. he's definitely a guy that doesn't you know crack under pressure or at least doesn't let the moment get you know too much yeah. big for him or too little he like you know he's kind of you know sort of calm in the moment and that's sort of the thing that i kind of noticed too from him as well i'm sure you've probably seen it in you know situations where it comes down to the wire you know so to speak like you know washington as well so 
yeah it's just i you're, you're absolutely right too like you know he's very just sort of like the resume kind of speaks for itself almost absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's awesome yeah yeah Good I got nothing. I got nothing else. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. That was really yeah, good. I mean, yeah. Josh, thank you for taking the thank time. You. Yeah, yeah, I know we all greatly appreciate you being here. It's yeah. a pleasure. Being the really first really athlete on here, I hope yeah. it's fun for you too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you said a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, I can't I mean, wait to listen back to this. And oh, just I have mean, people it's listen to it too. That's awesome. No, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. of course. We, we we are big Josh Green fans. <laughs> pro go Josh Green. Pro go Josh Green. Fuck. We've made that joke so many times on this show now. <laughs> so many. Now we no <laughs> yeah, um, right. do a little sign off. Thank you once again for listening to Those Damn Sports. Make sure to listen to KBVR FM 88.7 for all, our, all your Orange Media Network uh I guess all of our streaming, all the media we do. Really. Everything yeah. we do. Yeah. Everything Podcasts. we do. So uh, check back in again for an episode next week and have a great rest of your night.